world is full of mysteries. And we're here to explore them all. Welcome to ABC Cryptozoology. ABC Cryptozoology. Warning, this episode has graphic descriptions of livestock death. Welcome to ABC Cryptozoology, the show where we teach you the ABCs of cryptozoology. Today's episode is about the Chupacabra! Oh boy, it sure is. The Chupacabra is one of my favorite cryptids from my childhood. It was all over the news in the mid to late 90s, and I was in my prime of monster hunting, so it was pretty exciting to see a new cryptid pop up. But before we get into all that, let's talk about the weird news of the week. So we realized that cryptid-specific news was going to be hard to come by every week, so instead our news segments will be more focused on the weird in general. Yeah, speaking of weird, our first bit of news is about a bizarre lizard with super long arms and legs. It was spotted in Boulder City, Nevada by TikTok user named Stink Eye Scrappy. It is definitely weird looking. Yeah, it's unlike any lizard I've ever seen. People are, of course, thinking it's like an alien or just a clever hoax, but we may never know because the video only lasts for about eight seconds and you never see it move or anything. There's just some creepy music playing in the background and that's about it. Uh, to me, it looks like something that was burnt, like maybe a lizard that got burnt, uh, maybe in the hot sun of, of Nevada. That doesn't necessarily explain the extremely long arms, but it visually reminds me of something that was burnt to a crisp. <coughs> what else do we have, Anna? We have a mysterious creature sighting out on China. It was estimated to be around three meters in length and was seen swimming in a lake that supposedly had a monster living in it. Could this have been the legendary beast rumored to live in that lake? Many have theorized that it was a log or a water snake, but we'll never be sure as the clip is also incredibly short and there isn't a lot of information about there. Yeah, it's definitely a weird video. Our last bit of news is about very strange sounds in the skies above Goichu, China. Strange sounds in the skies is a phenomenon that's been happening for a while now, but this is some of the best I've ever heard, probably. Um, the sounds were so disturbing that it was causing locals to flock to the hills in search of the source and to prepare in case it was a sign of a coming natural disaster. We're going to go ahead and listen to the clip now so you can hear it in its entirety. And then, you know, we'll go on from there. All right, so you just heard that, Anna. What do you think about that? It was creepy, like that, like just big, like, oh, that was. And then what about the weird, like, like the almost like musical sounding weirdness? A lot of weird sounds, right? Yeah, that's. Yeah. Well, apparently, the press over there tried to blame it on a bird that's the size of a sparrow. 
you've seen sparrows, like almost like the little chickadees in our backyard, right? Those tiny little birds. Oh yeah. And, yeah, I don't know that, about that. No, that that's not possible <laughs> for a bird to make a huge sound like that. Right. Like just a teeny tiny bird can't. It's like. Yeah. But like a, a huge like thingy in the sky that's yeah. like that. I, I don't know about you, but if I saw a bird the size of a sparrow making a sound like that, I would be running for my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be that would be odd. Like like I would think an alien sent that thingy down there and right? it'd be like, hey. You guys are going to see the weirdest thing of your life because we made this in our secret little lab. And And then we all be eaten. Yeah, from this little bird that can open up its mouth and make huge sounds and Mm -hmm. eat people. Well, one theory that the villagers there are thinking is that it could be a dragon. That's that's Uh, probably... The legends say that that area is full of dragons, right? Yeah. What if it could be? That'd be pretty interesting, right? It's a dragon coming and saying like, hey, I'm here. Yep, I'm waking up. I've been sleeping for thousands of years. And now I'm here to destroy again. (laughs) That's right. Now I'm going to eat you all. I'm so hungry. (laughs) Uh, I'm honestly more likely to believe that than some bird the size of a sparrow, honestly. Yeah, I don't really think that a sparrow... Like, a bird the size of a sparrow could make that noise. Like, that was loud. That was very loud. All right. Well, definitely some strange news this week. Uh, You can see all the clips that we just talked about and played at our website. So if you head on over to abcryptoshow.com, that's A-B-C-R-Y-P-T-O-S-H-O-W.com. It will be there under the link to Season 1, Episode 3, the Chupacabra episode. Uh, well, that's all the news we have today, so Anna, why don't you take it away? Okay! Season 1, Episode 3, Season 4, Chupacabra. In the year 1995, a creature took over the news, coming straight out of the American territory of Puerto Rico. The mysterious beast was known for sucking the blood dry from livestock around the island. The creature would be named the Chupacabra, which literally translates to the goat sucker because of the creatures it was killing. It was actually named by local comedian Silverio Perez, who labeled it during a radio broadcast. As news began to spread, farmers from other countries began telling of their own strange encounters with the beast. Livestock in multiple countries, including Argentina, Mexico, and the U.S., were having very similar fates, and no one could explain exactly what was happening. The chupacabra itself has had many different descriptions associated with it. When it was first discussed, it was described by Madeline Tolentino as a creature about four to five feet tall, with a robe of spines running from its head down to the tip of its tail. It was almost alien-like in description. That description would spawn a global phenomenon that shot the chupacabra to fame. In a day and age where the internet as we know it was still pretty new, it was really the first cryptid of the modern age, which probably helped it gain the popularity it has. After the news of the creature came out, it was talked about on radio shows across the U.S. Local and national news discussed it on their broadcasts, and it even had songs written about it, including one that was a parody of the Macarena 
This, of course, piqued the interest of a lot of cryptozoologists, biologists, etc., who wanted to get a better idea of what this supposed creature was. Speaking of U.S. reports, there is one very pivotal moment in Chupacabra history that really changed everything. In 2007, in a town called Cuero in Texas, a woman named Phyllis Canyon reported that she had caught a Chupacabra and released photographic proof. She also announced that she had saved the head of the creature and put it in her freezer. As the pictures came out, many speculated that it may have actually been either a coyote with mange or some sort of hybrid dog species. Before the creature could be identified, Canyon realized the marketing potential and managed to make and sell more than 15,000 shirts that said, 2007, the summer of the Chupacabra, Cuero, Texas. Shortly after, the creature would be positively identified as a coyote with mange. Mange, for those that do not know, is a skin disease of animals caused by a mite infestation. It's characterized by inflammation, itching, thickening of the skin, and hair loss. The most severe form of mange is caused by a variety of the mite, which also causes human scabies. Uh, some form of mange is known in all domestic animals, although many varieties of mange bites inf- infest only one species. They're transmitted between animals by direct contact and by objects that have been in contact with infested animals. Most forms of mange is treatable, though, so, you know, if you have an animal with it, at least you can treat it. This put a big hole in the theories of the creature and shifted the focus for many. Instead, they put their focus on determining the true origins of this creature or creatures that were causing so much havoc on livestock around the world. As more descriptions began to come out of the U.S., a biologist from the University of Michigan named Barry O'Connor determined that the reports coming out of the U.S. were actually coyotes with mange. Mange, as we mentioned, changes the look of an animal immensely, thus causing confusion to people seeing it firsthand. This made a lot of sense being that deaths the livestock were often associated with two puncture holes in its neck, which is exactly what a canine would be able to do. In fact, in 2011, after a five-year investigation, Benjamin Radford, an investigator and skeptic from the U.S., wrote a book entitled Tracking the Chupacabra, in which he determined that the original description of the beast given by Madeline Tolentino was based on the alien creature in the 1995 horror film Species. When this information came out, most people couldn't believe the uncanny resemblance, and it was determined that the original description of the creature could no longer be trusted. To further support questioning the original reports, the draining of the blood from the dead livestock was never conformed by a necropsy. In fact, an analysis by a veterinarian of 300 victims of the supposed chupacabra found that they still had plenty of blood inside them. After this, the popularity of the chupacabra began to slow down. Every once in a while, a report of a chupacabra would pop up in the news and once again show an animal that looked like some sort of a canine with mange. Yet in Puerto Rico, the chupacabra is still taken very seriously as attacks continue there. In 2019, a video recorded by Mundo Ovni reported showed an attack on chickens, but it could never be confirmed and it was never discussed further. It seems that at this point there are two different chupacabra camps. 
the ones that believe in the original chupacabra description, where it is a little bit more alien-like, and the ones that believe all chupacabra sightings were of a canine. But the chupacabra already did what it needed to do. It got cryptozoology on the minds of many who were unaware of the study, and it helped shoot a cryptid to mainstream fame during a time where we were slowly all becoming connected via the internet. The impact the chupacabra had on pop culture was enormous, with songs written about it as previously mentioned, magic cards being named after it, vinyl figures made after it, and even an episode of X-Files based on the cryptid. To this day, people talk about the chupacabra rather casually, as if it was just a normal part of everyday life. Arguably, next to Bigfoot, it may hold the title of the second most known cryptid. Loch Ness Monster, of course, is up there, but in this day and age, it's probably safe to assume that the chupacabra holds the title comfortably. Alright, so that is kind of the story of the chupacabra. A lot of crazy stuff, a lot of, like, a really big crazy history, right? What do you have to say about it? What do you think about it? I think it's like a vampire dog. Yeah, well, you know, what's interesting is that... uh, in like literature, it's probably the second most famous vampire next to Dracula. Oh wow! Yep. I mean, two spots where it like the dog bit, mm-hmm. like that's Dracula right there. Right. Like it's probably Dracula's dog. <laughs> <laughs> Just the hound from hell. Um, the hound from hell. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah. So. It's definitely interesting, and it, what's interesting about the first description was it was very alien-like, and you know, it, we'll have some pictures of the original description up on our website, um, so be sure to check that out as well, but it was sometimes described as like a green creature, kind of leathery skin, these yeah. big spines or ten- that coming like, out of its back. And all the way to his tail. Mm-hmm. And, and, and his, big eyes. Yeah, like alien eyes. Yeah, big buggy alien eyes like the greys. Yeah. Very strange stuff. But, but that report mostly came from one person initially. And... Um, Historically, when people describe seeing something and other people experience a very similar unknown thing, even if they don't see the creature, they might say they saw the same thing just because that description's out there. So, you know, humans, they we have our, our problems. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we, well, we tend to over-exaggerate things, and uh, and this might be a case of that. Or... Maybe it is really that creature, and that was something over there, separate from what everybody else is seeing. Yeah, I mean, it could be this weird alien thingy, or it could be this vampire canine from hell. (laughs) (laughs) It could be. Um, I guess the interesting thing is that the descriptions between the United States and, like, you know, Central and South America... Uh, the descriptions for the creature, the chupacabra over here, were very dog-like, even from the beginning. Very different from the chupacabra in Puerto Rico, which was very alien-like. Yeah. But I can't discount the fact that the description of the chupacabra from Puerto Rico is very similar to the movie Species. Uh, as a note to everyone who might be listening, Species is a very, very... Uh, 
R-rated movie. So <laughs> be weary of watching it or looking up pictures of this of the creature um, online. Yeah. Especially around Shit. children. Yeah. Um, I haven't even shown Anna it because I don't want to spook her. <laughs> Anyways, uh, but then, you know, you have the reports in the U.S. And historically, like, there's been plenty of times where the supposed supposed uh, chupacabra has been filmed and taken pictures of and things like mm-hmm. that in the U.S. and, like, Texas especially, and then also in, like, Mexico and South America. Mm-hmm. And it's always been this dog-like creature with really big fangs. Yeah. Um, and, you know, in most situations, it's a- been able to be identified as a canine with mange. Yeah. And, you know, you'll see, so if you go to our website and see some of the clips, you'll see what mange does to a to a coyote. It really changes them completely. They look like something just disgusting and alien and gross, like a, like an experiment gone wrong or something. Yeah, ooh, an experiment gone wrong. Mm-hmm. Like from, like, this crazy scientist. Yeah, that's right, just some weird, crazy scientist who's out there, some island of Dr. Moreau scientist who's doing experiments on animals. Yeah, and he's just like, what if I put a coyote on this and then it just blows up and he's like ah running for Mm -hmm. his life here's what here's a picture of that ew yeah and as you can see you've seen coyotes before right they've got a lot of hair they're actually kind of pretty looking in a lot of ways you know yeah they're sort of cute yeah that's what it looks like when it doesn't have when it has mange (laughs) yeah it's It's snout is smaller (laughs) Well, like it's, maybe. I mean, and it's possible this one isn't. Like, there's been a lot of really weird videos of of these types of things, but it could just be some sort of another animal, too. You know, we just don't know 100%. Um, I creepy. played the, the Chupacabra Macarena song for you. Obviously, I can't play uh, that on here. Chupacabra. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but there's also a link for that, I believe. We'll be putting that up on the webpage as well so you can listen to it. It's really funny. Uh, that came out, I think, I want to say like 97, maybe 99 or something, like right in the peak of of Chupacabra fever, basically. Chupacabra fever. Yeah, everyone was talking about Chupacabra. Uh, all the shows I watched, like sightings and all these paranormal shows, would always talk about Chupacabra and give Chupacabra updates. Our local news would talk about it. It was like Chupacabra was Everywhere and Bigfoot Everywhere. at that point wasn't even like people were like ah whatever what's what's Bigfoot we got Chupacabra now it was yeah. real strange but you know I I have to say like this was during a time where people were getting online they were starting to be able to talk to each other online so news was able to spread a lot quicker and easier mm-hmm. and I think that was a big part of why this got so famous mm-hmm. yeah. Nowadays, like, internet's so accessible, you know, news is so accessible, like, it's, we just don't even think about it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when I was a kid, we didn't have a lot of that stuff. Like, you had to find news by either watching the news or, like, reading a newspaper. Yeah, yeah. Newspapers. Yep. Are boring to me. <laughs> well, yeah, I understand. You, you, you can get that news so quickly and easily if you wanted to. Um, 
but people still enjoy reading the news yep. from a paper when they're having like their breakfast and stuff. Yep. I can understand. It's yeah. uh it's a nice it's a nice calming like thing in the morning to read your newspapers and eat breakfasts. Yeah, it can be. <laughs> reading um, the news and eating your breakfast. Yeah. Um, I now just do that on my phone though. <laughs> yeah. So. Okay, so Chupacabra. We talked quite a bit about it. Um I think one of the interesting things about it is that uh, even like how it got spread, the rumor of this creature got spread and how we just took all descriptions of it as just, okay, well, that's it. It's a weird alien-like creature. It apparently sucks the blood out of animals, even though it really never was sucking the blood out of animals. It was just causing a puncture wound and, and waiting for its the thing to die basically um yet we built it up into this whole spectacle of a of a creature just out of amusement or or just because we were all very gullible i'm I'm not really (laughs) sure honestly yeah that yeah (laughs) so what do you think about this creature like where where do you stand are you do you think that uh, the reporting out of Puerto Rico might be more true, or do you think that maybe it is just a a canine with mange, and that's just all it's ever been? Well, so I'm not quite sure, but I would say the Puerto Rico. Yeah. Yeah. Just because of how different of a description it was, you yeah. think? Yeah. And how, like, crazy the thought is. <laughs> you just like that part of it? I yeah. just like it. Yeah. Like, I also like the describing of the thing, mm-hmm. like the creature. Yeah, it's definitely much more mysterious sounding, right? Yes. And, well, it kind of looks like a dog. <laughs> that's mange. Not, that's pretty boring, right? It kind of looks like a coyote with man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah and, you know, I mean, that's... I kind of stand in both camps for it. I think that there could be some truth to the Puerto Rico one. Yeah. We don't know. Actually, I mean, really. I'm standing with the both two because I have no idea. Yeah, it's but... It's a mystery. But I think the ones that are probably have been seen over in this area probably were just a dog with mange. I mean, we've seen yeah. so many pictures of it and videos of it and, like, the, uh, for instance, the lady who caught one and chopped off its head and they did tests on it and determined it was, in fact, a coyote. Yeah. That, to me, was enough proof to be like, okay, well, the chupacabra in the U.S. is not real. It's just a disgusting animal. Yeah, it's just <laughs> disgusting coyote you or know, dog. It's, like. Which, you know, it's unfortunately not their fault, but... But they're out there living their best life with mange, I guess. Yeah, they're they're trying to live their life. That's right. Um, okay, well, what do you think? Should we? Is there anything else you want to bring up about the chupacabra? The chupacabra is very, 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 very weird and ugly. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, that, like, it's just, ugh. Like, I mean, it's odd and it's awesome, but it's gross. Yeah. And it's, it's a vampire dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or or maybe a vampire alien. We don't know. Yeah. 
It could be, it could go both ways. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, uh, let's go ahead and do our recap then. Uh, so, Anna, go ahead and take it away. What did we learn? It was first sighted in 1995 in Puerto Rico by Madeline Tolentino. Yep. It was initially described as a four to five foot tall biped creature with leathery or scaly skin and spines running from the top of its head down to its tail with large, almost bug-like eyes. Mm-hmm. And as reports came out from Puerto Rico, Puerto Rico. Nailed it. Reports began coming out of South, Central, and North America, making the phenomenon become a nearly global one. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. I never mentioned, um, just last year, I believe, uh, there were sightings of a chupacabra in India for the first time. Oh! Yep, and it was killing livestock over there as well, and but again, people reported it as more dog-like than this weird, creepy creature. So maybe a case of canine with mange over there as well. They yeah. have a lot of wild dog issues over there, so that could just be the case. Yeah. Anyways, uh, as more reports came out of the north, out of North America, it was determined that the chupacabra sightings, at least in the U.S., were probably no more than a canine with mange, speaking of which. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, there seems to be two camps. Believers of the original description and those who believe it just to be a canine with mange. And as we both discussed, we kind of sit in both camps, right? Yep. Yep. That is, that's our recap. Um, so, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode about the Chupacabra. Chupacabra. It's Woo-hoo. definitely a fun one. Um, obviously, if we... If any new news about the Chupacabra comes up while we're recording these podcasts, we'll be sure to announce them. Um, a little bit about our next episode. We are, we are going to be taking a break from cryptids for a week to yeah. talk about some other weird, strange things. Uh, we're going to do this periodically, mostly just to kind of give you a little break and to learn something else as well that's in the paranormal world. Uh, we might do something about like Bermuda Triangle one day or, mm. or one week or, um, and I don't know, maybe some haunting at a house or something like that. The idea is to give you just a little taste of extra paranormal stuff because down the road, we're going to run out of cryptids just naturally because there's only so many cryptids that have ever <laughs> been discussed. Yeah. But we love this show to be able to continue going as long as people like to listen to it. So if we can... Put in a little bit of paranormal and other weird news stuff or, you know, um, uh, podcast stuff in here occasionally. Uh, I think it might help us transition at some point to that type of format later. So that's kind of our goal. Uh, We're not going to talk about exactly what we are going to be recording um, yet, but we'll be making announcements over social media and things like that. Yeah, uh, Instagram so. and Facebook and That's Twitter. Right. Twitter, yep, yep. And, and our Patreon page as well. Yes. Um, so uh, with that said, if you have loved what you're listening to, please subscribe to the podcast, um, favorite it, things like that. Tell your friends. We would love for more and more people to hear this. So far, it's been reaching quite a few places, but, you know, obviously the more the merrier because we want to continue to do the show and, and uh, inform and educate people across the world. 
We're also trying to make sure that the show is always as family-friendly as possible. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you want your kids to listen to it, this might be a great opportunity to have some good family time together listening to some fun pa- podcasts. Um, what else? Uh, our Patreon. We have our Patreon up. I know I mention this every week. but, <laughs> but <laughs> It's so exciting. It is exciting, yeah. I mean, we, we're really excited about the opportunity to... You know, give some opportunity, some people a uh, chance to get shout out, shout outs on the podcast, and and be a part of our community to help build this thing into you know something that everybody can enjoy. Yeah. Um, also, if you have any feedback about the episodes, things you'd like to hear about, things you'd like us to do better, uh, please do let us know. You can contact us on our webpage. Um, and I think that's kind of about it. Anyways, Anna, anything else you want to add? Um, well. If you got nothing, that's fine, too. I don't want to put you on the spot. There's, there's probably one thing I would like to say. Okay. Um, so, you've heard The Ahul and Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. And there's so many other cryptids. It's true. So, I want you to listen to all of the episodes when we make all of them. Mm-hmm. And I want you to see which one is your favorite. Oh, yeah. Out of all of them. Yeah, let us know which one's been your favorite so far. And if mm-hmm. if you're joining... Later in the future, we've already recorded, you know, like we're in season two and we've already recorded like 40, 50 episodes. Let us know then as well. Like we want to hear your favorites for sure. Yeah. Um, I know there's at least five or six in, coming up here that I'm super excited about. So, <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm excited about the Nessie. Yeah, for sure. Oh, one last announcement. We have a very special guest on the F week. So we are not doing D right now. We're going to come back to D probably season two or maybe just down the road. Um, possibly. I'm not exactly sure. We might just do D after this next week. I don't know. We'll see. There's not a lot of, of D cryptids that have a lot of information, which is why we felt like this was a good time to slip in some other stuff. Yeah. But we'll see. Maybe we'll do a, Double feature or something to make to uh, make it an interesting podcast episode. Um, Anyways, we have a special guest. I'm not gonna announce anything yet, but it's a surprise. It's it's really cool. It's Uh, awesome. Yep. It's. I think you're all gonna enjoy it, and hopefully, you know, it's something that you can support as well. Uh, All right, we're gonna get out here. We've been taking up a lot of your time, (laughs) Anna. uh, You want to take us out? Yes. Thank you, everyone, for listening to our podcasts. And ABC Around. ABC Cryptozoology.